Howdy, y'all. Welcome to the 2019 United States Grand Prix recap. Very pleased to be joined after down in the southern of Texas. And there ain't nothing more Texas than Shaker right now, who is wearing a beautiful cowboy hat. Thank you. I uh, got the bull on to represent uh, Max horn. coming in, podi uh, in podium. It's the longhorn. Also the longhorn. Hook'em, is that it? Hook'em horns. Or lock'em? No, hook'em horns. Hook'em horns. Hook'em okay. horns there we go. for the Texas longhorns uh, and my, Matthew McConaughey. I was going to say, you saw it on the broadcast That's my boy. Matthew McConaughey. That's my boy. And, and Daniel Ricardo's helmet uh, may, might be my favorite helmet design ever. Beautiful. One, because I'm a Texas longhorns fan, and two, because it's Daniel oh, Are you Rick. really? I am. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I like, I like the longhorns. Hook'em horns. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> um, yes, Daniel Ricardo's helmet. Daniel Ricardo, known for amazing helmets this yeah. season, brought one more forward, and not just a, a tribute to the Texas Longhorns, but made it look like a football helmet. No, it was, had all the details. Unbelievable! Like beautiful. one of the nicest helmets I've ever seen. I love it. Um, Daniel Kvyat must be really pissed off that how many has Ricardo switched now? Yeah, and he, <laughs> he wasn't switched. allowed. That's yeah, it's really dumb. Poor yeah. Danny. Stupid rule anyway that they they have that going, but. A lot of great uh, stuff down in in, uh, in Texas this weekend, and, and like you mentioned, Matthew McConaughey. It was funny that in the post race show, I was talking to you guys about this that they couldn't find any other important people from F one to talk about the importance of Lewis Hamilton. I mean, this is a significant moment in our sport, right? Lewis Hamilton clinches his sixth title. He's one away from Michael Schumacher. Let's talk to Will I Am to know what it means to us. Wait, like, maybe he's going to make the Black Eyed Peas or make a song about Lewis Hamilton called Six. Well, Six. maybe Lewis Hamilton made a song with the Black Eyed Peas. Oh, maybe. Possibly. Yeah. I mean, he did make one with Christina Aguilera. Is, he did? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Allegedly. They don't know if it's him 100%, but oh. it sounds like him. That's that's something. <laughs> <laughs> that is something. Someone dig that up and send it to us. But didn't you just find it weird? It, it was like they talked to Toto Wolf, they talked to Lewis's dad, yeah. but I mean they could have talked to maybe James Allison or another Mercedes team member or just the thoughts of Paul DeResta and Martin Brundle. It's I like mean, Bono for coming out from right from his surgery. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's a good point. They didn't even talk <laughs> to Bono. Bono. Yeah, that's they should have talked to Bono. One, one right. of the main men on Lewis's team, and I'd, also I was annoyed Bono wasn't up for the. Uh, champagne celebrations. That's true. Yeah, should have been true. up there, yeah. and that's poor on Mercedes for having. You know what happened? Toto was like, "Oh, who are we going to send?" And and in the radio was Toto. It's James, and James said that he's he's going up to the, to the celebration. Was it him? I it didn't even him. notice who yeah, was up it there. Was J James did go up. I mean, he probably went up for Valtteri. <laughs> <laughs> Valtteri, it's James. I'm coming, coming up, coming up. I'm, I'm coming to podium. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I guess we we can talk about this as much as we crap on Hamilton on this podcast, and it's true. Um, six championships, um, you have to think, and, and I, we've said this on on podcast before that he is one hundred percent one of the greatest of all time to ever be in the sport. And, For sure. Uh, now that he's just one world championship behind Michael Schumacher, it begs the question: Is he the greatest of all time to do this? I know it's, it's tough. A it's, hard debate. It, it is honestly, a hard debate. it is because like there's so many differences in like what Michael Schumacher did, yeah. what Lewis Hamilton has done with for uh, not with Ferrari with Mercedes. Sorry, so it's just such. It's a different situation. Yeah, 100. 
And I think the conversation would be had next year when he does get his seventh or, you know, the year <laughs> after. <it> already. <laughs> when, when you know, four in just, a row. I, I jumped on the bandwagon too. <laughs> uh, but I think the conversation is going to come in a couple of years when he does win his yeah. seventh one and then he can actually compare compare himself to Michael Schumacher. I mean, we people have been comparing Schumacher and Lewis Hamilton the past three or yeah, four years. 100%. You know, it's, it's, it's a big shoes to fill. Yes, big shoes. Um, but yeah, I he, he's definitely put himself in you know one of the best drivers of all time next to Michael oh, Schumacher. Easy. You know, like that's I think that's what I can say. I just I I, I can't I can't say he's the greatest driver of all time. I think a, I think a lot of it too is um, maybe we're not appreciating watching him race right now because we're all sick and tired of him winning. Yes. When yeah. it's one of those things where we're we're kind of watching history as it unfolds and watching this true greatness of a driver that is dominating the world's best drivers. He's he's dominated three years in a row now, four of the last five championships, and or is it five of the last four of the last? Well, Nico won the one. Nico won the one yeah. in twenty sixteen. Five of six for Mercedes. Five of six yeah. for Mercedes. Yeah, I mean, it's it's unbelievable what they've done. Uh, and what what he's done with Mercedes as well. So I think we have, we have to just sit back and try to appreciate Lewis Hamilton while he's here. You bring up a good point, and one that I wanted to also talk about was it's not appreciated because of the lopsidedness of this turbo hybrid era. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and that'll always be in question. But at the same sure. time, when Schumacher was dominating, Ferrari was dominating. When Vettel was dominating, Red Bull was dominating. And now this is just Mercedes' turn. And who knows whose turn it is next? It doesn't take away from, from any of the championships. A championship is a championship. Yeah. You know, people are even trying to take one away from Nico Rosberg. It was like, oh, it was reliability. And no, that's not the case. No, I mean, he won that championship. Yeah, yeah. Winning a championship, you don't luck into it. You don't just stumble upon it by accident in any sport. It's, so all six of his are, are well-deserved. Yes, he's had the best car with Mercedes, but he's also had to deliver the results. And if it is just up to the car, how come Valtteri hasn't won one yet? How come oh, Rosberg hasn't won no, more than one? Well, I think Rosberg, <clears throat> if he can, if Rosberg didn't retire, I think we don't see Lewis Hamilton winning six. I think I, he. I, ha- so. I think Rosberg takes at least one from him. Yeah, I think that's. A, I think that's a good point. Maybe and even that's no, two. Maybe even two. Maybe, and that's no shot against Bottas. I think it's just personally. I just think Rosberg is a better driver than Bottas and fit well with the Mercedes crew. Um, and this is. Not giving Hamilton an easier route, but it's certainly opened it up for him. Opened it up for him to to not have that rival mm-hmm. and to show his true performance and how he did dominate the rest of the field and how he shows up every race and you know he's a favorite to win. We've never seen domination like this from any team. They just no. set the record uh, six straight, you know, clinching both uh, championships. We've never seen that before, so that's why people and I think us as well. It, it just doesn't maybe seem as special as it will a couple of years from now when he retires and we're going to yeah. look back and go, oh, wow, you know, he finished with seven or eight or whatever he's going to finish on. But mm-hmm. six, regardless of the fact, I never thought anybody would get close to, to Michael's record. And no. here we are, Lewis was six, which is crazy. I still remember him only winning a second championship not that long ago. And then he got, you know, tied Vettel with the fourth. And then here we are now, one away from tying Michael Schumacher's record. So the this domination... We're we're not necessarily sick of seeing Mercedes win. We're just sick of seeing one team dominate this whole era, and we want to see more teams get involved with it. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Red Bull dominating, but 
when you look at Red Bull's period of domination, two of those years, the championship came down to the final race. Yeah, yeah. And when Vettel won it for the first time in 2010, he was the least likely to win it out of the four drivers going for it. Yeah. We haven't really seen that with Mercedes. I mean, they had close battles, but it was only with another Mercedes driver. So that's why I think some critics are, I don't want to say taking it away from Lewis, but they're bringing that side of it up, which is fair. Mm-hmm. But I think that at the end of the day, a championship is a championship. And I think that 2018 and 2017 showed that even when you have Ferrari and Vettel, who was another four-time world champion, Hamilton still beat him. Yeah. And I think he still beats him even if they were in the same car. So I, I agree. Yeah, He's an incredibly agree. talented driver. And he's in. he made the best career move, I think, out of any sportsman ever going to Mercedes. Yeah. A lot of that has to do with Nicky Lauda as well. So this is another very special championship for them after Nicky Lauda passed away earlier this year. So regardless of the fact, I think that it will take a couple years for it all to settle in. And once he retires, I think we'll be able to appreciate him more because we'll realize like, wow, he, he actually was a pretty special driver, regardless of mm-hmm. the fact that Mercedes have just cleaned house the last six years. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I mean, we'll have to, like you said, man, like in a couple of years, sit down and realize and we'll look back on this. And it's something we'll tell, you know, f- for us at our age uh, in 20 years, our kids about, you know, wow, I used to watch Hamilton win race on race and it was unbelievable. Um, but, you know, as it stands right now, maybe kind of taking it a little bit for granted. But that's okay. Congratulations to Lewis Hamilton and congratulations to Valtteri Bottas who had uh, another fantastic race who has now clinched his best season as an F1 driver with his fourth win mm-hmm. at the United States Grand Prix. Pretty well done for him. Yeah. Um, he had a, a phenomenal race all throughout and made a fantastic pass uh, on Lewis Hamilton to get the win with about uh, was six laps to go, five, somewhere five around six, there. Five or six, yeah. Because yeah. I think uh, Max racing to get second for the last five or six. So Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think bittersweet day for him for sure because obviously you win the race but then you lose the championship. At the end of the day though, he does clinch second in the championship yep. which is yep. his highest finish before and like you mentioned, the most wins of his career. So I, I think an interesting year for him because certainly an amazing year when you look at where he was last year mm-hmm. and he, he's done really well this year and he's beat Lewis on a number of occasions this year but here's the difference, right? What we're talking about just before that was with Hamilton with six championships. It's, it's not good enough to just be good at one races, two races. It's all 21 races. And we talk about Ferrari and Red Bull, the resurgence in summer break. And after that, you look at the stats, Lewis is still leading the championship after the summer break. Yeah. yeah. The fact that Ferrari's dominated qualifying, they won a couple races, Red Bull before that, still leading the championship. Yeah. That's, why, that's why he's a six-time world champion. And you don't notice it. And getting back on Hamilton just quickly, you would think of this year, he hasn't really pulled off like that miraculous you know, last lap overtake for the lead, like for maybe Max did or... Like, nothing jumps out at you necessarily where you're like, oh, I remember that overtake to, to do this or that. But he's just so solid all the time around. Whereas Valtteri, let's say Germany, for example, where he lost about 21 points to Lewis when he crashed out, that's the difference in the championship. Yeah. But I do think that next year, he, he might be a really good challenger for, for Lewis. He's had this one year now. Well, well, I sure we'll hope see. so. <laughs> you take away Someone. those, like, 21 points in uh, Germany, and there was also Russia... Uh, right. Yeah. Um, I feel like there was one Hungary. Other ra- Hungary. He there lost was a ton of race. points in Hungary. Um, maybe another race or two that was taken away from him because of a strategy call or something like that. So he's. Well, there's a couple. He lost a win because of a strategy call. Hi, James. Yes. So uh, yeah. you put that in there too. 
it's he he could be he could i think this if those points weren't taken away from him i think this this championship would have gone to the last race of the season but i mean that's a big if you know like if so no 100 i mean next year of course you want it to be again closer and have a nice Mm -hmm. fight and not have hamilton win it at either mexico or united states (laughs) with three races left um, Wishful but, thinking. Well, you, got, you got to have other teams perform here yeah. too. You got to have Red Bull come in and perform, and you have Ferrari come in and perform, and you have to have that team that comes in like a like what was last year in Force India and Racing Point to grab a podium here and there. You, yeah. you, there needs to be some sort of balance to make the championship closer for everyone. Everyone needs to pitch in and, and have a, a good result here and there for the championship to, to kind of fold out that way. Yeah, it's true. It, it falls on the other teams, and it's and not Mercedes. It's I mean, yeah. they're not well, going mean, to stop. And I you win the first six races. Of the, uh, was it six or eight? Eight. Oh, hey, eight. eight. You win the first eight races <laughs> of, the season, of the season and catch everyone napping. Well, sorry. That's that's on... Kudos to Mercedes, but that's on the other teams for being yeah. Yeah. caught asleep. Yeah, six straight one-two finishes. Yeah. Let's not forget that as well. That That's where it was all decided, right? And I, I know Lewis was making the comment, and maybe Valtteri too, that... On the outside, it looks easy, but it, it was difficult from the inside. And I understand what he's saying because it always yeah. looks easy on the outside. We just see them spraying champagne and winning races. But 2019 was their easiest championship by far. For sure. That's for sure. I think statistically when you look at it, but otherwise too, like the other teams were just nowhere. And yeah. ev- even like I mentioned with the resurgence of Ferrari, Red Bull, they're still nowhere. We saw no. Ferrari at this race. I, d- I think we sh- saw, uh, saw a little like glimmers of what Ferrari and Red Bull can hope to gain for next year, but we never saw a consistent streak of them yeah. carrying, you know, carrying no. it on. I think That's Red Bull point. would have like two or three races here and there, then Ferrari would have two or three. Yeah. And in the end, it would always come back to Mercedes getting that podium finish to secure those points that they needed for the championship. You no, know? That's, that's a really good point, Shaker, because we saw it. T- this race, yeah, where Ferrari has been a fantastic the last few races, and I, I don't know what happened to them. They were fantastic on ka-chow. Saturday. <laughs> yeah, ka- yeah, a ka-chow happened. That's for sure. They were god awful in this race. I mean, yeah. nowhere even close. A second and a lap slower. I think slower. Charles Leclerc was almost forty seconds behind. Yeah. third place at one point. So it just, yeah, I don't know what happened to them. Maybe it was because he was Red avoiding. Bulldogs. Turn eight. Did they? Well, did they both screw up that? Like, did their set? Is their setup awful? Did they screw up their setup that bad that they, they was well, non-reversible? Well, the I think after Vettel went out, I think they just asked Charles Leclerc to take it a little bit easier on turn eight, and I think. Well, you can't lose a second in on a turn. No, but I think could, but, that had they had to change their setup around with that as yeah. well to kind of make it work a little bit more for them. Because um, yeah, like Vettel just wasn't there from the beginning of the race at all. The rumor going around, or the the shit talking actually going around the paddock, is that the FIA started this directive on the Ferrari engine, uh, kind of led by Red Bull, because Red Bull was complaining about it, and Red Bull and Verstappen said this as well. They seem to think that that's why, because they asked Max, they're like, w- "What happened to Ferrari?" And he's like, "That's what happens when you stop cheating." <laughs> that's what wow. he said. But I think that it's not the engine because. When you look at the GPS traces as well, Ferrari were still, I think, up like two, yeah, three tenths. It's not on the, the straights. Aero. It's it was their aero was set up. Yeah, it definitely was. Vettel and Leclerc were both massively, uh, un, over under, oversteering? understeering, understeering. Uh, <laughs> thanks, <laughs> brain, brain fart. Massively understeering throughout pretty much every single corner. Yeah, and they couldn't yeah, fix it was. that. Well, they, they took it had more... no grip whatsoever on their tires at yeah, all. The front end wouldn't bite at yeah. all. And we've seen that be a problem with Ferrari in years before, 
where their, their front well, end not can't even bite. years, just beginning of this year, Vettel uh, struggled, you know, for the first six races. Yeah. So, yeah, they took uh, they took they put more downforce on actually after FP two to go more into the race setup. But just look at qualifying; they were one hundredths of a second off Valtteri, so it wasn't the engine. It's, it's no. not not the engine issue. the The pace was still there, but the circuit of the Americas it is still an aerodynamically sensitive circuit mm-hmm. you have what the two three straights maybe but the rest are all aero performance corners yeah. yeah and i don't know exactly what happened but it really was from the be- even the race start there's something wrong with yeah. Vettel right on the race yeah. start and i don't know if it was the maybe tires not warmed up both of them or but even the was. suspension i i think the suspension had broke maybe in qualifying or even on the formation lap going to the grid or the practice laps before the grid because every other driver was taking the same line yeah, yeah. and nobody else had a suspension issue. So that was very strange because drivers all weekend were going out on turn eight and nine and taking the liberties out there. Yeah. And he's the only one that had that massive failure. So I think a failure somewhere, maybe they, they lowered the ride height. I, I don't know what happened, but. Well, who was it? One of the teams, and I can't think of it off the top of my head and I'm going to pinch myself or not think of it but said they raised the ride ride height just for this race they knew it was gonna be bad so they raised that ride height a bunch might have been yeah. mclaren i think when uh, I zach think, brown was yeah talking zach brown was it. talking yeah. you're right it was mclaren and um we saw how well they had a, a great race mclaren in general but they they needed that extra little ride even if it hurt mm-hmm. their car performance a little bit i mean the ride height was crucial in this race to at least get through the bumps of the circuit yeah sure definitely I mean. You saw Lana Norris in Q1 had the fastest uh, yes. lap over, uh, over everyone. So I don't know if they had that set up in Q1 as well, but uh, I mean... They would have to, yeah, park fairly. Yeah, for sure. And then, you know, Lando had an amazing qualifying all the way through. Had a really good race. I mean, not amazing, but, you know, he had a... He, he did... Yeah, it was decent. Could. No, it was yeah. good. Uh, and, like, to be top of a of a program is is very impressive. Yeah, especially the qualifying one. He's the youngest driver on the grid, turning 19 next week. 20, 20. 20? Yeah, he's out of his teens. Last race is a teenager. I heard 19. Last race is a teenager. Oh. Yes. Yeah, still a young boy. But I, I don't think that it's it's necessarily this engine directive and stuff like that. But I think for Ferrari, you hope that you're, you, they don't find your engine illegal because if you've been running an illegal engine all year and you're still this far behind, well, like what else do you have just to do, think, man? What penalties would they get? Would they... Would, would Williams finish ahead of them? Like <laughs> I don't know. Like would they get docked all, all their points? Yeah, I was going to say would Williams all their points point. be taken away? It's it's confusing though because it depends on when they brought the the upgrade, right? Because right. and here's the other thing too that people have thought of is Leclerc was on a spec two engine because of his issue earlier yeah. uh, in qualifying was it or qualifying or practice mm-hmm. practice no I think. Practice, practice three, three right. yeah so he was running an older engine and the GPS overlay shows that the top speed was still there it wasn't like crazy as it was in Mexico but Again, top line speed in Austin isn't necessarily the same as it would be in Mexico because, yeah, yeah, you have a long straight, but it's not as important as it is in other tracks. Yeah. So I don't think that anything is going to come of that anyways. Um, But the FIA, they don't want to reveal exactly because if it is legal, then you don't want to tell the other teams what they're doing because then it's a disadvantage to Ferrari. Yeah. Yeah. And they want to keep that advantage. But Mattia Bonato was pretty pissed because he went to talk to Christian Horner. Oh, yeah. And he told him very sternly, he's like, you know, we could... We could do some legal action against you guys for the comments that you're making, because it's just accusation at this point. There's nothing, um, you know, kind of mm-hmm. evidence based. And um, I mean, what do they call that in in the legal term? Libel. Libel. Yeah. 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 When you just kind of uh, or defamation would be, I guess, the other one. I mean, it, but in the sport, you, you're always trying to find that little advantage, that that kind of sweet spot where 
rules and what's what's legal, what's not legal. We saw it with Renault a couple weeks ago with their brake bias. We saw it with Alfa Romeo earlier this year with their front wing and the flex on their front wing. It happens on every team does it. Yeah, to try it. It's just can you get caught? Yeah. Do you get caught with it? It's it's one of those things. It's kind of a Red Bull thing though for them to always kind of complain and and try to lead these protests. I think that maybe they should just focus a little bit more on their own car and their own yeah. performances because we'll get a little bit more into that in our season review. But I think that Red Bull to me has been the most disappointing team this season. I disagree with that. They've been really disappointing. I, not me. just based on like just Red Bull. The fact that you know if you let's say if you were playing. You know, if you were a driver, you know, or you were leading a team, you find out that you're the only one not cheating and everybody else is. How, how is that a fair advantage to you? Should you also start cheating or should you complain on the other teams? No, I would agree if yeah. it is found that they're cheating. Yeah. But if they're not found that they're cheating and then they're just whining and complaining, mm-hmm. then that's how it is. I guess that's the nature of Formula One because if somebody... But here's the thing too is like nobody really complained about Mercedes, right? And Mercedes has been dominating like crazy yeah. so if you think anybody's doing anything illegal it'd be mercedes because they're just so good everywhere they just knows they're good you have yeah. to cheat to beat I mean, mercedes. maybe they maybe people yeah, have tried and they just can't find anything yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's weird but i mean we'll see what happens but i would find it hilarious if it was found that it was illegal this whole time yeah and yet they still suck that bad yeah yeah, yeah that would sure. not be ideal for Ferrari. And um, I, would they take a giant penalty going into 2021 then? Or would it just be... Probably just the season. Yeah, it'd just yeah. be the season, okay. I think. Or they get fined or something. Like, they would do something like that. And when we were talking about this, I think, Shaker, you said that you're thinking that Mercedes will win next year as well. I agree. I think they're I think they're doing seven in a row no, next I, year. No, so do I. Yeah, it's, like, I just... What's stopping them? There's exactly. No like, there's nobody. We'll see how... How... Um, Next year's, uh, what do they call it? Testing goes. Oh, winter um, testing? Winter testing. Uh, no predictions, please. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, winter te- we saw what happened with winter testing this year, and clearly that didn't transition into yeah. what was true. So, And uh, Ferrari, I think even if they have the best car, they're still going to lose. I think Mercedes just yeah. has the best engineers on the grid. Uh, they have Agreed. the best everything. Yeah, They're too strong. The only way they're going to beat get beaten is if they is beat if themselves. Is if they put a salary cap in. We'll get to that in another video. Yeah. Well, even that though, still, I mean, they're still going to have those really good yeah. employees. Yeah. No, I know. So, I know. It doesn't true. really work out well. But I think it works. It doesn't work. We'll get into it in our, we're going to do a video with uh, the 2021 regulations. So make sure you stay tuned for that on the channel. Uh, all of us have lots of thoughts on the new rules package for 2021 and are very excited to talk about it and what the future for F1 brings. So make sure you keep an eye out on the channel for that video that will be coming out uh shortly sometime within the next next week, week. or so yeah. yeah um we wanted to save more for the u.s grand prix yeah they, about yeah. the grand prix um a, a very uh, we'll, we'll get back to the grand prix um, <laughs> i told you not much happened no so not much, we, it is banter about a lot of other things um in the middle of the grand prix nothing really happened um so we can just kind of scratch out the 40 laps in between the start and finish um let's talk about uh Okay. <laughs> yes, we can talk about <laughs> had a great start. What you did P, have a great did start. P eighteen to what P nine, P ten within the first like three or four yeah. laps. Didn't get points though, unfortunately. No, did not get points. Um, but but uh, yeah, another ra- nice race from the Iceman. Um, coming off the victory. Yeah. Uh, US last year. <laughs> yeah, uh, and it was kind of sad to see him so far down the grid after winning last year. But uh, 
He likes the track. No, he he did really well for you know what he could. Did he take? He did not take an engine pellet. He just no, no, right? He just had a bad qualifying. Like yeah. Alpha just wasn't good at qualifying. They they've I think toned the last down two races or so, two or three races. I want to say yeah, Alpha hasn't been that great. Um, I think the best drive of the day. Well, I guess this is up for debate. There's a couple of drivers who I thought had really good drives. Um, first one would have to be Sergio Perez. I think he stands out the most in terms of positions gained. Um, in terms of well, in terms of where he started. Yes, okay. it's better. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> I knew we were going with that because I'm going to that next. Uh, but uh, Perez, he, starting from the pit lane, finishes P10. Um, a fantastic race from the Mexican, coming yeah. off great momentum from the Mexican Grand Prix. Shows up the U.S. Grand Prix and uh, has a you know passes a nice passes, a really nice overtake on Giovinazzi. Yeah. which is fantastic driving from both those guys. And uh, Racing Point get a point in this race. Huh. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Who was the one that you're thinking of? Shaker? Alex Albon. Yes, oh, Alex Albon. okay. Yes. For in terms of position gained. Yeah, because he... What, dropped down to 20th and after the first lap or something? Yeah. yeah. And then what came with P5? P5. 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 Well, I'll throw another name in there, though, because he was my driver of the day. It was Daniel Ricciardo. Yeah. And that was the, that was the excellent <laughs> yeah. I was going to mention. Yes. Daniel Ricciardo, another fantastic race. Um, he's really been on the fire the last, what, five or so races? I think six. Six? Like, he's, since been, he's Italy? been really good. Since Italy, Italy? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Well, and he did break into our top ten rankings of our power rankings last week. Stay tuned to see if he'll be there this week. But he's done really, really well. And we've been wanting to put him in our list for, for a long, long time. Yeah. It's just everyone has been outperforming him. Right, and, like, and the car just hasn't been there, yeah, but we're seeing the shades of the old Ricardo breaking late, beautiful overtakes the last couple races, under control, you yeah, know. I think uh, commentator said best, he's like, that just looked really easy, and I think yeah. Yeah. that's what he does best. He does make, you know, something difficult look so easy, you know. I think Danny Rick is back, uh, which is nice to see. Now he just needs the car to be with him, yeah. and I don't know, I, I've always said since, since Danny Ricardo started in F1, um, I know our podcast wasn't around for this, so it's not on video, but that he's going to be a world champion one day, and I still believe that he's going to be a world champion one day. Wow, you still believe it? I still believe it, 100%. I think he's one of the best drivers on the grid. With Renault? With Renault? I'm yeah. just saying he's a world champion yeah, I was going to say. That's all I'm saying. Skeptical hippo eyes. Yeah, uh, that's all I'm he saying. Would, just, where is, okay, I don't want to get too into it, where would he end up to get that world championship? Ferrari. I just don't see him going there. I do, 100%. I just, Vettel's going to be there for the next three or four years. Charles Leclerc's pretty much there for life. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> Lifetime contract. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, Mercedes? I, I don't think he goes to Mercedes. It's, it's hard. It's a hard call. I personally think if anyone's going to end up up to Mercedes, after, you know, I think if I, or when Valtteri gets the boot, unfortunately, I think that's what's going to end up happening. It's not going to be up to his own decision. I think I it's going to be for stopping. I agree. agree with you there. Yeah, I agree as well. Um, I think that he spends the 2021 season with Renault. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think, is he under contract for that season? Yeah. I believe Anyways, so. For the first year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, three I, years, I for think. For the first year, I 2020, think. 2020, 2020, and 2021, and I, I believe. And I think if, it all depends on that. Everything's going to depend on that 2021 season. Next year doesn't matter. It's a 2021 season where Renault will have to come out with some sort of godly car that can challenge I mean we always see these shakeups when these the rules change just happened. We they saw it, it we saw it with 
Mercedes, who had never won a world championship. Well, and now they won six in a row. You saw it with Renault in 2005. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They've done it once. So, so if, if this rules package, who knows? Alpha could be the next unbelievable team. We don't slow know. Down, slow down. Yeah. Let's, let's, <laughs> easy. easy. I know you've been up a while today. <laughs> put the brakes, put the Ricardo brakes on. <laughs> but, no, but you never know what could happen these rule changes. So if Renault have a strong 2021 season, then Ricardo would stay. It all depends on that season. We'll see. I still think he's a world champion. I I think he... <sighs> agree with me down in the comments below. <laughs> I think... Yeah, I think within the next three, four years, if it doesn't happen for him, I don't think it's going to happen at all. Because mm. he's, what, mid-30s now? 34, 35 at this point? I don't think point? he's that old. 30, I think. I 30? Young, really? I thought he was oh, young I thought 30s. He was old. I thought he was older than that. No, better. I thought he was early 30s. Oh, I'm probably wrong. You guys probably no, wrong. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's 30 on the nose. 30. Okay. Just turned okay. 30 on July 1st. I thought he was a little bit So older. he's got another, if you wanted, 8 to 10? If you wanted to stay, like, stick full on? Mm, the thing is, he right doesn't. 40, yeah, yeah he I know he, know he doesn't. You're right. He wants to retire fairly early. Yeah. That could change, though, because he does want to be a world champion. Yeah. But for sure, like you said, we've seen it with Kimi, right? He can race into his 40s. Yeah. But if he wants to retire 34, 35, that only really gives him... Five years. <laughs> Not even necessarily because yeah. 2020 we can kind of forget about for Renault. So there goes another year. So he's got four years with 2021, 2021 starting from there. Possibly could happen. Yeah. Speaking of Kimmy, is he coming back next year? Yes. yes. Okay. Confirmed. With Alpha, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. He signed a two-year deal, I believe, okay. last and year. I guess because we're on that topic, Antonio Giovinazzi was yes. also confirmed yeah, today. Yeah, I knew that was confirmed, but I couldn't remember if Kimmy was... Yeah, claps so, to Giovinazzi. Congratulations yeah. to him. Yeah, getting paid. Commiserations um, to Nico Hulkenberg. Yeah, I think sucks. that's it. I was going to screw his seat, but um, Giovinazzi didn't have a great start to the season, and I didn't think he was going to get a seat for next year. But oh, I personally he, didn't think he, he would either. He yeah. proved me wrong the second half of the season because yeah. he had a great second half of the season. That's what got him the contract. Yeah, Ferrari kind of they put their hand on that and said we we'd like to keep him. Yeah, it wasn't much of an Alfa Romeo decision. So, um, I mean. I guess that's almost every seat secure for next year, except for racing points and Williams. Williams is missing racing one. Points racing points secure. Lance Stroll is confirmed. I know Lance, that was a big yes. mystery, but <laughs> Lance Stroll is confirmed. Okay. <laughs> I had to do some digging there to uh, see if I could. Uh... This was a big concern of mine because uh, I really wanted. To I know. could tell. I know you every day you're coming in. Like, is Lance Stroll confirmed, guys? Uh, McLaren wanted, wanted it to become a meme. I just <laughs> that's what I wanted. Toro Rosso is not confirmed for next year. Yeah, it's true. Eh? Or and, and so second, is the second, second, second Red Bull seat. seat. I feel yeah. like they have. I feel off. like Albon should have that. Yeah, but, like, but so you never know because this is what this is what could happen here. And hear me out on this. And it's just drama that would have this seat. Is Red will go? Hey, you took our guy and paid him. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna turn Nico Hulkenberg into a race winner and put him into the Red Bull seat for a year and just give a big f you to Renault. I think just just as a big F you and then Kvyat would slide out and you'd have Albon and Gasly as the Toro so drivers. Oh ouch. Kvyat, poor guy. Poor guy, it's not his fault. <sighs> yeah. I think that's what I th personally if Nico Hulkenberg is gonna get a seat, that's how the seat's gonna happen. I hope you're right. I think that's the only way really. Unless he goes to Williams, but No, I don't yeah. think he will. They I don't I think Hulkenberg he, Yeah, no, you yeah. guys said Latifi's pretty much coming in next year. Yeah, ninety percent. Yeah. And I think Hulkenberg would actually not race for Williams. Yeah. I think he would say no. I think he'd rather Oh, be. I think... What's the point? Yeah. I think he's joining... He's going to ruin your reputation. I think he's joining his old teammate in uh, IndyCar. 
Doesn't want to do ovals. No, I don't think he wants no. to do ovals. Yeah. Chris, too- Chris Medlin said McLaren offered him the seat. Yeah. In oh. IndyCar, he just didn't want to do ovals. I don't blame him. They're, you see some of the accidents happen. Crazy, I know. <laughs> I don't blame him for not doing ovals. He's, he actually has a brain on his head. Uh, <laughs> I No, I honestly, I, like crazy oval drivers and IndyCar drivers. They are. Are... I have so much respect for them. Yeah, I mean, Crazy. Jesus, look at Robert Wickens. Yes, yeah, a lot of you can say that for a lot of drivers. Yeah, um, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see where where yeah, Nico Hulkenberg goes. I I hope you're right because I hope so too. When I said I was really disappointed with Red Bull, this is why too. And it's not a knock on Albon or Gasly; they're very good young talented yeah, drivers yeah, for sure. But the problem with Red Bull is that they do not have a second driver that's capable of winning races or fighting for the championship right now, and that's a problem because right. they're a big team. When they had Ricardo, Ricardo and Verstappen were both capable of fighting for the championship. And if Red Bull want to battle Mercedes and Ferrari, they're not going to be able to do it with one of the young guys in the seat right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that Hulkenberg, even though he hasn't been on the podium in his career, he hasn't also had the car. So I think that Hulkenberg would be better because he's more experienced. He's been through everything pretty much in Formula One and he'd finally get the opportunity. But I know that they don't want to go outside of the Red Bull program, but I think that for Max, that would be a really, really good teammate. It would. I think so. I don't know. I think he'd test run it for one year. Sign a one-year contract, see how it goes. For Hulkenberg, hopefully you get a race win and end with you know have your season or have your career with a race Finally win. Finally, your moment. Oh, I I would oh I want to see that happen so bad for him, <laughs> so bad. I can picture him with a Red Bull lifting the trophy. I just don't see Nico Hulkenberg in blue. <laughs> doesn't look good in blue. Doesn't look good in blue. <laughs> doesn't look good in blue. I hope I hope they do it. You never know. Red Bull is. They say one thing, they could do the other. Yeah. Albon is looking very likely for the seat. I just I feel like if with Thailand coming in next year as well, they kind of want to have a second home driver. It's Vietnam. Vietnam. Oh my god, I fucked it not up. Thailand. <laughs> I'm I'm so sorry. Vietnam. I yes, don't know why not I was Thailand. Thailand. It's okay. They're kind of similar. They're, They're close, both, I both small islands. They're both in Asia. Yeah. yeah. Close enough. Um, well, I take that back. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, that's all right. Um. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But it's a shame that he doesn't have a seat for next year. No, regardless of what you think of Hulkenberg, whether you think he's overrated, underrated, whatever. But I think he deserves a seat in Formula One, nonetheless. But so I was thinking of this earlier. Since like Lewis Hamilton is pretty much secured, you know, he has a championship. Uh, Mercedes has their uh, their title. Do you think they're gonna give uh, what's his name a chance in the seat? No, definitely not. No. Because he's at so. Renault next year, they're not going to let him touch that car. Oh, no, no. yeah. He's not going to be in that oh, car. Oh, okay. They probably don't even let him use the facilities anymore. Well, isn't he still with the team on probably days? But I'm sure that they've yeah, closed just, off a lot of his access. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's true, eh? As he's bringing parts in his bag to <laughs> yeah. Renault next year. I, I got their front wing for next year. <laughs> he's doing like <laughs> taking photos. Yeah. <laughs> Start the car. Start <laughs> he's going all over to France. He's like plugging USBs into the laptop. So like, Esteban, what are you doing? Ah, nothing. Oh, well, nothing, you know. Um, yeah. I'm not being paid extra for this. What? I, I'm pretty pumped <laughs> to see Esteban back on the grid next year. I'm really excited to, Me too. to have him back. I, I, he's a lovely person. Great race car driver. Always adds some drama. Ah, it'll be great. Stolen from Mercedes. Renault's trying to <laughs> steal everyone. They're stealing from Red Bull. They're stealing, they steal from the rich. And they give to the poor. They've got, but some they are key. the poor, which is not, yeah, they are. So well, mean, I don't think the they're poor. Yeah, the company is <laughs> no, the company is. <laughs> their performance, their performance is, are is poor, poor yeah. is what I was trying to go for. 
They've got some key personnel coming back, though, which is a good sign for them. So, uh, is, uh, what's his face? The head uh, technical director? Um, Pat Simmons? No. The other one? I forget his name. Real French guy. Yeah. Um, is he back next year? Because I thought his job might be on the line today. Or not today, but this year. Oh, you mean their uh, team manager? Yes. Uh, a bit bull? Yes. Cyril? Cyril, yes. Thank you. Uh, I haven't heard anything yet. I believe no, he's still here for next year. I believe oh. so. Oh, good for him. Yeah. I think he's he was one seat. of the people that asked, well, like convinced Renault to go back into F1. I think that is he was, it, yeah, it? I think he was one of the main like causes. Oh, he's costing them a lot of money right now. He is. Yeah. <laughs> so is Daniel Ricardo. Yeah, so yeah. is Daniel Ricardo. Good for Daniel. But I mean, get yeah. paid, buddy. It's not his fault. But. Get him. Get paid. Hook him, Daniel. <laughs> um, what else from this race? Was that it? I think, I think that's really it. I mean, the, like I said, it, the, the race was fairly dull. Um, the big story, obviously, was the championship being yeah. clinched. And it was a big celebration going on there. So also pure class from Vettel to go into yes. the, uh, into the cooling room afterwards. How great was I that? I love Vettel. You know, didn't want guy. to take away from his win while he was doing the interviews. You know, went to the cooling room to give him to congratulate a, him and everything. What a yeah. good guy! And and what about that awkward fist bump with, with Valtteri? Valtteri. <laughs> like he went start. for the handshake, and then Valtteri. No, sorry, Seb went for the fist bump. Valtteri put his hand out. And then Seb like had to play it where he's like, no, we have to stay with the handshake. So he didn't go like, so they didn't reverse. And then it just went really awkward. So and then they just kind of did like a. They had like that weird yeah. office moment. Yeah, it's, you yeah. know, with like your boss, yeah. or, you're like he wants to be cool with you, so yeah. he'll give you the fist bump, <laughs> and you go with the. It's what do you expect of two dads trying to be cool? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, that's what. That's exactly what it was. Old school guys too, yeah. right? 100%. But I thought it was great, and it's interesting too. I don't know if you noticed, like Valtteri was sitting down when uh, when Vettel came in. And he saw he went to congratulate Hamilton, and then Valtteri gets up and then congratulates Hamilton again as well. So it kind of shows like the Vettel leading by example, and Valtteri kind of being like, "Oh shit, you know, maybe I should so, yeah. kind of be yeah, a thanks. little bit more sports." <laughs> I should be more here. of a teammate here, right? <laughs> I mean, I did just win the race, but fine, I guess. Yeah, but I guess it's about him. But you know, it's cool. I'm glad you brought it up because it's a big shout out for Vettel. Yeah. It's the third year in a row. I, I guess 2017, 2018 was the direct competitor to Hamilton lost it both times and was a great sport about it and he didn't have to stick around i mean no he didn't yeah. no. could have been true. out of there he had it a was, a, it was alonzo it would have been gone long gone, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> long gone. <laughs> seriously but yeah good for him man so let us know what you think of lewis hamilton and, and his stature among the f1's greatest i, have I know a comment. sure um you know how we were talking about pirelli tires last week and they're saying the data that F1 puts up as an oh, yes. They also said their tires would last 45 to 50 yeah, laps they, a season. Lasted 20. Yeah. 20. Their tire graphic was super inaccurate though. I, I know it was inaccurate <laughs> like, this time around bad. for sure, but Pirelli is an, inaccurate as well. Like, it's a toss them up. Yeah. I just, I, you're supposed to be the manufacturer of tires. You're supposed to be able to presume how long your tires are going to last. And I get it, different setups and everything, but less than half than what they said it would last for. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't well done by Pirelli, but whatever. It had some drama to the race, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's that's true. fine. I liked a little bit of who, like what's going to happen. We needed some in this yeah, race, that's did, for yeah. sure. But uh, yeah, I think I think that about does it for, for so Austin, too. Texas. Um, we will have our power rankings coming up uh, later this week, along with uh, again our twenty twenty one regulations reaction. Yeah, I'm and, excited for uh, that. Thoughts on that? It's gonna be a lot of it's gonna be talking points in there, so make sure you stay tuned for that as well. Yeah, definitely. And, um, and to stay tuned, you can subscribe to us and make sure you get every notification on when we upload so you're right on top of the news. Yeah, you got to hit the bell because uh, some people were actually um, 
some friends that follow our channel were saying they weren't getting any of our videos and stuff. So hit the bell so hit you the do. Bell. That's absolutely right. Um, only two more races to go, folks. After this one, we got Brazil and Abu Dhabi, and then that's it. We're done. Done for, for the 2019. Crazy. I'm really excited for the Brazil race. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be a lot yeah, of fun. Right. So what I've been looking forward to for the later, yeah, half, love it, later half of the season. So. Yeah, we might need to have a little rematch there with uh, for the BMF title between yeah. Verstappen and Ocon yeah. yes. in, in Brazil. <laughs> Is it, yeah, hopefully he makes a trip, yeah. Ocon. I mean, there's always exciting stuff with Verstappen in Brazil. You know, yeah, that really true. wet race, the, uh, the Ocon nice. incident, so... I think we we'll got to do a, a fun little video for that. Maybe we'll yeah. Uh, we, we might have a fun racing. video coming out for Brazil. Um, so stay tuned for that as well. Yeah, championship is over. Let's just have some fun now. Yeah, yeah. We've been we've been so serious all season. Reverse grid and, for <laughs> Brazil. <laughs> Confirmed. George Russell to replace Valtteri Bottas in the next race. And yeah. All right. Well, let us know all your comments. What you thought of the 2019 U.S. Grand Prix. And like we said, do you think Lewis Hamilton will be able to beat Michael Schumacher's record? I don't know if we got answers from you guys. Do you think that he'll beat yes, number yes, seven? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I think, I think he'll, he'll sorry. definitely tie it. And I think in 2021, if everything goes really well for Mercedes and they continue on their trend, I think he's, he will get his eighth one then. Seven. Or the year afterwards. You think he finishes with seven? He wins next year and 2021. Here's a huge kind of woo. I think I think he wins in 2022 for his eighth one. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> what is that? Eight That's years in a row? Really? <laughs> I don't think he wins no, 2021. He doesn't think he wins 2021. Oh, he doesn't think. I don't think he wins 2021. I think he wins. Shaker, he wins year. the next 30 years. He's going to race until he's 65. <laughs> ah, you might as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the way it's going now. Yeah. Feels like it. Uh, all right, that's that's interesting. But let us know what you think. And um, yeah, who is the goat? Is it Hamilton already? Is it still Michael, <coughs> or is it somebody else? Is it Ayrton Senna? Who knows? Let all us right. know in the comments below. Fair point. Yeah, there's a lot, right? There's a lot. Yeah. It's an endless debate that you can have that yeah, will never ever be settled. No, it won't be. You're right. Although I would be interested to talk to people that have raced both against Michael and Lewis. Because they would be able to give you a technical explanation. Yeah. Why don't you just... Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't ask yeah, Kimmy. Just ask Kimmy. Kimmy, uh, what you think of... Uh, well, they both good. Congratulations, I guess. Good job. <laughs> Walks away. <laughs> oh, don't Kimmy. get many words Don't change, him. Kimmy. Don't no, change. I, yeah, I don't know if you guys watched the F1 video. Uh, the video that F1 posted about uh, driver's reactions to Lewis Hamilton winning. The Finn reactions were definitely the best. Yeah, very good. Short. Short. short and sweet. Short and sweet. Right to the point. Not really that sweet, but um, short. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love it. I love fins. the fins. They're all great. All right. Well, we appreciate everybody for joining us again. Like we mentioned, only two more to go. So we're going to try and enjoy the last couple episodes that we have coming to you. And then a uh, big push again for 2020. But anyways, a great video is coming up this week. So stay tuned with us and have a good week. Bye.